Hey, this is Matt. Thanks for joining the gathering. We're going to read through the Bible. All right, this is Genesis 3, and uh, sorry, there might be a little background noise on this show, but uh, let's dig into the episode. Uh, The man and woman sin, Genesis 3. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Now, in the Jesus-centered Bible, uh, by the way, just going off reading really quick, um, there's a, there's a little reference here in blue, and every time it has a reference in blue, it kind of tells you what it ties into. And this says, um, Genesis 3.1, uh, it says, Satan, the serpent, is a liar, even the father of lies, according to Jesus, in John uh, chapter 8, verse 44. So we're going to read that really quick, uh, John chapter 8, verse 44, just so we can kind of reframe this and <clears throat> look at how it applies to to Jesus. So, uh, John chapter eight, verse 44, uh, for you are all the children of your father, the devil, and, and you love to do the evil things he does. he was a murderer from the beginning. He always hated the truth because there's no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character for he's a liar, the father of lies. Wow. Okay. So Jesus was referencing back to the serpent in the garden uh, there. So we'll pick back up. Uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 2. Of course we may eat from the fr- This is uh, the, uh, the woman replying now. Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we're not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you'll be like God, uh, knowing both good and evil. This is interesting because like, we just read in the last chapter when God created Adam and Eve, when he created man, mankind, uh, he, he said uh, that we were created in his image. So if we were in, created in his image, we already knew good, right? Like we knew so it's interesting that the serpent says, You're, you won't die, you know, that God, God says your eyes will open. <clears throat> Verse 6 says, the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its, its fruit looked delicious. And she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. <clears throat> All right, I have to go. Uh, it says, at that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. Okay, so I got to I gotta ask. And it's like, stop. First, like, why is this conversation going on between the serpent, uh, the devil, right? Um, why is the conversation going on between the serpent and Eve? Like, why is Adam not manning up and saying, hey, you know, this is my wife. Why, like, why are you, why are you coming at her like this? Why are you pressuring her? Why are you trying to get her to make this bad decision? Because it says she gave some to her husband who was with her, right? So to me, it sounds like Adam has been sitting there the whole time watching his wife go through the struggle. And listen, uh, there are, you know, people that have studied theology more than me, but you know, when I look at that right there and think about how it applies to today, like, you know, if you know someone is trying to harm your spouse, like, shouldn't you say something? 
to stop that? Shouldn't you do something? Uh, so I'm wondering why Adam, who was made in the image of God, sat there though, like a like a weak, horrible husband, and did nothing to help his wife. Instead, he went, "Well, all right, I'll go along with this. This seems like a good idea," and ate it as well. <clears throat> also, side note: they sewed fig leaves together. How, how did they have sewing equipment? <laughs> it's interesting, uh, but let's get, let's go on. So verse eight, when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? You know, it's funny. Obviously God knew where he was, right? God built the garden. God gave them the garden. God can see everything. But it's almost like, have you ever had a parent? Like, this is the way it seems to me. Like, have you ever had a parent say, listen, come out here right now, or you come over here to me? This is, it always strikes me as that. Like, they were hiding, even though he knew where they were. And it's almost like God's like saying, no, I want you to come to me. Um, so verse 10, uh, Adam replied, uh, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me. Uh, It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. I want to pause right there. You know, first Adam sits there and witnesses the pressure being put on his wife and he does nothing. And then God says, who told you you're naked? Did, did you eat from the tree? And Adam, instead of like owning what he did, instead of saying, yeah, I did. I ate from the tree. The God already knew. And Adam knew he knew. He had to know he knew. And, and said, God's like, did you do this? And Adam's like, it's your fault I did this. Like he played the blame game. He, bl- he didn't just blame Eve. He blamed God by saying, it's the woman you gave me. And then he blamed his wife. How many relationships do we see like that where one of the two people in the relationship messes up and, you know, we, we do something wrong and when we get called out on it, we blame someone else or we blame the person who's asking us, like, why did you do this? Well, you made me, right? And that's how Adam responded to God. Did you eat from the tree? Well, the woman you gave me, she, she gave it to me, so I ate it. And then the Lord God asked the woman, verse 13, what have you done? And the woman, Eve says, the serpent deceived me. She replied, that's why I ate it. So it's interesting. Adam blames God and Eve, his wife. So he blames God for his problems. He blames his wife for his problems. And then when God asks her, like, you know, hey, what did you do? She says, the serpent, he deceived me. So no, like Adam's not taking responsibility. She's not taking responsibility. And then God says to the serpent, verse 14, the Lord God said to the serpent, because you've done this, you're cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. So God basically snakes had legs is what it sounds like. God said, look, and forever, people are going to hate you. Human beings are going 
to hate you as a snake. That's interesting. Uh, it continues. He will strike your head, meaning like uh, the children, you know, mankind, children of the woman. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth and you'll desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. Man, that is a really, that's a weird verse. Uh, And to the man, he said, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground will be cursed because of you. All your life, you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you. Though you will eat of its grains, by the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. So basically it sounds like up until this moment, they would have had eternal life. And they wouldn't have had to work for anything because God created a world that was going to provide all their needs. And because of this, he's saying, now you both are going to struggle forever because you just weren't because ha- you weren't happy with what I gave you. Like he gave them everything and they took it for granted. Wow. Uh, so we're going to pick up at verse 20 here. Paradise lost God's judgment. And then, and, uh, and I think this is the first time we actually, yeah, this is the first time we see their names. Then the man, Adam, named his wife Eve because she would be the mother of all who live. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Then the Lord God said, look, the human beings have become like us. So God's obviously talking to himself, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord God said, look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life and eat it? Then they will live forever. So they ate from the tree of the garden of good and evil, or the, 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 the tree yeah, of the knowledge of good and evil. But they didn't eat from the tree of life. This is the interesting part. So God put this beautiful garden together, and the serpent convinces them to eat from the one of good and evil. And God, God's saying, what if they reach out and take fruit from the tree of life and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the garden, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So basically he said, you had perfection, and you blew it. And now you're not going to live forever. Man, that's crazy to wrestle with. Uh, listen, I would encourage you, you know, do some Google search and look at some theologians. Look at some research people have done. Research some of those big words in the original language. But uh, this is an interesting one, man. We go from uh, the first couple chapters, everything being created, God saying everything is good. This man and this woman being so in love and consummating that love and laying together. And... Uh, and then it all goes bad because of one bad decision and the blame game. You notice in this, this chapter, neither of them said, God, I'm so sorry. Dig in and uh, we'll pick up on the next, uh, next episode.